Hey everybody, it's John and Emily, your favorite siblings. We're gonna tell you uh, just a little update on the Black Lives Matter movement and where we stand this week. We wanted to do it at the beginning of the episode. Um, that way we <laughs> feel better, honestly, about ourselves um, that we are continuing uh, our, our fight, our, our addition to the fight at least. Um, instead of putting it at the end of the episode, we felt like it worked a little bit better. So. That being said, yeah. take it away. No, this is definitely something we feel that everyone should hear. Before they go ahead and listen to us, just a reminder that the movement is still going. Even if we're outside of a 24-hour news cycle now, you know, the 15 minutes for Black Lives Matter this time has passed. That's not true at all. Y'all need to be on social media. You need to be following the relevant accounts in your area, and you need to be in contact with your local governments in order to make sure that these changes that we are calling for are made real so make sure you're following the hashtags and keeping in mind that this is still something that's going on specifically in the u.s but there are plenty of things worldwide that we should all be very concerned about so please we know these times are hard and we all know the benefits of comedy but we need to understand that this is a movement that is not going away and we need to make sure the momentum is kept up we will be posting some information as well on our instagram we are by no means the best source of this information please go to our sources and you can um you know t tweet or retweet or post from the source of our sources we're going to be really good about making sure we have our sources listed on instagram and twitter and just make sure you're keeping up with it so we've been doing a lot of uh, here in Richmond, specifically where I am, there's been a lot of protests about the um, mass evictions that have been going on. Sure, we've lost a lot of monuments, but there's a lot more to be done there. And just making sure that you're keeping your finger on the pulse with all of this. So just so you know, John and I, are we stand 100% with the Black Lives Matter movement. We are against mass incarceration. We are against mass evictions. And we're all in favor of abolishing ICE and defunding and if necessary, disbanding the police. So if you disagree with those things, this media is not for you. Welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. Emily, we there's a lot of there's a lot of negative in the in the air in the world right now, just in general. Yeah, there's a sure. lot a, a lot of bullshit uh happening that shouldn't be happening. Uh but for for just a moment for me. This is not for the audience. Forget they're there, Emily. Look away. Okay. I'm looking away. My eyes are closed, actually. Thank you. That's how I always podcast. Is that is that different from how you do it? It It is It is different from how I do it, and it, it's always off-putting to look over and see that you have your eyes closed. It makes me feel like I'm doing something wrong. No, I think you are, because I feel like in order to fully uh, be able to understand what the listening experience is going to be like. You're going to have to take that one sense away because that's what our listeners have. They only have the one sense and that's hearing. <laughs> and so if you podcast the sense speaking <laughs> with your eyes open, then you're not really 
doing your due diligence as a host of this show. I'm d- I did that whole thing with my eyes closed and it, <laughs> I'm just trying to do it, keep it going. It's it's actually really hard. <laughs> our, our Macaulay Culkin Sixth Sense is comedy, and so, uh, you can't do, yeah akin no, no, no. to We're like a like deaf Daredevil. person whose flavor whose like sense of taste has been heightened because of the no, loss of another I think sense. it's like a daredevil situation not a Macaulay Culkin sixth sense because he just had a sixth sense and that doesn't mean he had to lose right sense right right that's it. yes but we have this comedy sense because we restrict our other senses during the podcast so I've done this podcast like immersed in you know a sensory deprivation tank before I've like dipped my hands in ice so I have that sort of uh, nerve numbness Mm-hmm. Uh, eyes closed is the, the easiest. Um, it, it is difficult to do without the sense of smell because then you do sound funny. It changes, yeah, the sound of yeah. it. I burned off my taste buds. Oh. Permanently. Yeah, I took How'd it. How you do that? I took it a step further. Well, you mm-hmm. know, with a, uh, it was with a an iron, with like a clothes iron. Oh, shit. Yeah. I would have gone like acid, probably. That sounds way worse than what I said. I don't know. All the things we're talking about are very gruesome, but that sounds way worse. I don't know. I feel like ice bath on the hands is pretty tame. Most people, <laughs> like some people do that as a kink. I was about to say most people do that as a kink. Most, I don't think, everyone most I've spoken to. Most kinks ice kinks. I speak to almost, I have another podcast that I'm starting called What's Your Kink? Where I just, I have people on and talk to them about, you know, what they're into. Sexually. You seem like very um, qualified to do that, or at yes. least like have a genuine curiosity about that. <laughs> like, what's your kink? Mine's cuddling. Is, <laughs> it, is it because I'm the most vanilla person in the world? I like to imagine it so, and please don't ruin <laughs> it is that for me because I, a, I really don't need to know. As a actually. sibling, it is e- is an easier pill to swallow. It is. For sure. It is. Don't <laughs> pill swallowing's my kink. No. <laughs> I'll have you on my podcast. We can delve into this. No, I don't want to delve into anything with you anymore. In fact, I'm canceling the podcast. <laughs> we are done delving. What were you talking about? I was going to ask just for a thing that you like that's cool. Just to talk about a thing that's given you some joy. Oh. Because there's a lot of negatives in the world. Yeah. I just, I just want to talk about some cool stuff. Oh. Um... You really should have asked me to prepare because off the top of my head, I can think of almost nothing. Emily, you can't uh, tell me that you haven't done something that you enjoyed. I went camping this weekend. I was also there. there. You were there for one day, which is like super lame. John was there. John was in the outdoors with me for about 12 hours before he packed it in and went home. It was great. (laughs) I I had a great time. We saw cows. What what's, we did see cows. There's, we hung out with a baby child. Yeah, there there was a baby child there. She was cute. She was very nice. I don't normally like baby children. In fact, I was openly talking shit about this baby when I met her. <laughs> but she was pretty cool. Turns out. Yeah. I don't want. Do I want one for myself? Absolutely not. <laughs> but that baby child was pretty cool. You know where they are you, John? You know where it was perfect. I loved it. You know where they have lots of uh, children is New York City. Um, do they? I'm working on my segues. Yeah, your segues. I mean, I feel like they were stronger when we first started. Like you were known for your legendary Uh, segues. And now you've just 
given up on the segue game altogether that's true you know yeah in fact i I feel like having a baby in new york is like really difficult i'm i'm the max bialystok of segues Uh, yeah early fame and success i once was the king of old Segway. yeah oh thank you that was really i was really solid but like (laughs) i hated it is there a word in english for that like i respect you but also deplore you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hate respect you. Yeah, so we're going to be doing one of our famous potpourri episodes where we talk about about a boot about a, whole, a bunch of We're going to barrel through a bunch of how-tos. We're going to teach you how to do a lot of different things, but in this case, instead of uh as opposed to how we usually did our potpourri episodes, which was we would just take a bunch of different how-tos from different fields of knowledge this is all going to be under one umbrella how-to of how to live in new york yeah can you give me a a quick line of new york new york just to just to bring us in new york new york it's a wonderful town wait you got to do that do your fucking crooner do the thing do what thing? dance monkey dance the crooner thing in old new york you know (laughs) i wanna be a part of it no you do it no you did it great good no i didn't do it great i want to hear you do it this is his this is his thing we make him do this at parties all right let me look at the lyrics okay start spreading the news ah i'm in the right key but it's so low emily just just transpose it transpose it Start spreading the news. No, it's still too low. Start spreading the news. There we go. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. Was that good? Yes. Those vagabond shoes are longing to stray. Right through the very heart of it. New York, New York. I want to wake up in the city that doesn't sleep. And find I'm king of the hill, top of the heap. It's top top of the heap. I don't (laughs) know the song. Okay, I've well, only you did a good heard, job. I heard it once at my New York-themed birthday party when I was 13 years old. I don't remember that birthday party. Was I drunk? I, it was, it was the year I became a man in the, in the eyes of New York City, which is why it was New York City-themed. Why is 13 <laughs> when you become a man in New York City? It's... It's just the, the, the creed that I swore myself to. That you were a man now in New York City that alone? I, <laughs> I was a man of the city. Um, a man of the apple. Cool. And we did. We both lived in, in New York for a short period of time. Neither of us live there now, which I think is funny because <laughs> when we started this podcast, we both did. We both lived in New You lived in New York. Yeah, we both lived in New York uh, when we first started this podcast, and we both not, no longer live there, uh, because personally, I hated it. <laughs> so we're doing a how to live there for those who want to stay, though. We're so doing are you going to be able to be for those you know, who might be. 
I will I will don a journalist's cap and try uh, and try to be unbiased. And so this is like your TripAdvisor New York. <laughs> <laughs> this is for people who may be wanting to move to New York and are intimidated by it. Uh-huh. Or and, I mean, and want to get some are. pro strats. Or people who have already moved there but are struggling with the things that we are going to cover. Okay. All right. I mean, I moved with two South Carolinians, one of whom had never been to New York before and, in fact, didn't even go and look at the apartment for me. Like, I went and got the apartment with my other roommate, and she, like, came up with us. And she was afraid to take the subway. Mm-hmm. So, like, that... So, that this is a pretty good... This is a pretty good starter uh, because we got a suggestion... Uh-huh. Uh, from Kira Badira on Instagram. Uh, she gave us a lot of suggestions, so you might hear that Instagram handle a couple more times. Okay. All but, right. All right. Should I have not even come up with any for myself? Is no, no, no. You're good. No, it no. For us? I, I like that we're starting with this. How about, just to be fair, all things being okay. equal, we'll start with Kira's, and then we'll go do one of yours, and then we'll do one of mine. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh. She said how to find an apartment in 15 days. Parentheses, wow. because you shouldn't search before that TBH. That's true. That is true. I've never gotten an apartment over a month before I was supposed to move in. Yep. Like, that I found, is a real thing. I've kind of found this to be true in all walks of trying to find housing situations. Because mm -hmm. Sam and I, even when we were looking to buy a house... We were like, oh, we'll just pitter-patter around and try and find a place that we like. But we're not, like, really into committing to anything until, like, ten months from now when our lease is up. And sure enough, like, a month later we had a house. It, yeah. hap it all happens very quickly. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Like, people want to rush it through. Um, let's see. I don't recommend doing what I did originally, which is I used a an app. Um mm -hmm. It was very in at the time. I don't know if it still exists, but you can always use like apartments. What's it called? Um, let's see. Hot pads is always good for that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, they do a fair amount in the New York area as well. So hot pads is good. I used Nooklin. <laughs> and they charged some crazy fees, if I recall correctly. But we did. It was like basically a lot of people feel this way about looking for apartments in New York because you need a realtor or they feel like you need a realtor and that's what Nooklin does. It sets you up with a realtor who's going to show you a couple places but you uh -huh. can also like like star some on your Nooklin account. It's like Airbnb but you're like finding an apartment and so you literally like will star the account like hey I like this apartment, this apartment, this apartment and then your person when you meet them they'll take you to those apartments but they'll also like find some other places that they think you might like. So, like, all the things that you could do yourself. Exactly. But you from pay a, a, from a, a different Facebook person group. to do it. But you, exactly. So, you're paying a person who's going to yeah, take right you to see a bunch of different gonna, places, mm -hmm. which is something that you could do yourself. And then yeah. when you finally find a place, you're, it's undoubtedly going to be a place that's out of your price range because it's New York City and everything's yeah. horrible. 
Yeah. So you're going to find a place and you're going to pay someone a commission moments before you're about to enter the most expensive period of your life, probably. The, unless the period you have of children. living in New York City. The period of living in New York. That's the thing is like you're going to. I've decided I'm not going to be biased at all. It's, it's much more fun for me. Spend so much money in this period of time. You're going to be amazed if you move. If you ever move, like if you fall in love with it and you stay forever, that's awesome. I fell in love with New York. I really liked it. I stayed for two years. And then I like moved to different countries because I decided that life actually wasn't hard enough in New York. <laughs> so that was like very special. But if you decide you love it, that's great. But if you move away from New York after living there, it, the mind is blown. Like the, the mind reels at the amount of money you are able to spend in such a short period of time. Yeah. And like, I did not go into credit card debt in New York. You know, like right. I did not overspend. I did not spend more than I was making in New York. Just barely. I was breaking even every month. I was sp both spending and making incredible amounts of money. But like as a server, you know, so it's a weird time. Yeah. It's a weird place. Yeah. It's, I'll, I'll, I also, I didn't save a cent when I was working there. I, I was barely, no. No, 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 I was barely in the black. I was in the black, but I was barely in the black. Yeah. Um, the other thing to do is, is Facebook groups. And sometimes they're a little tricky because you got to know someone already living in New York who's in the Facebook group. And then they have to like vouch for you to get in. And there's a couple of them. Um, there was one that was like specifically for artists that I was in. You sort of had to prove that you were an artist, but like they had gotten so big that it didn't even matter after that. So was yeah, that, look for was Facebook that, groups. Was that gypsy housing? Yeah, I didn't really want to say the name of it. Because I think it turned into a scam. No, no, there were some scams on there for sure. But I was on both that one and I just don't want to say that word anymore, which was ah, another. Yes, yeah, completely exactly. fair. So I was on two groups. I was in that group and another group that was specifically, it had like all caps, like not blank housing. So yeah. I was in blank housing and also not blank housing. So I got See, both. I was in blank housing and they became a company. They oh, like made no them, they made themselves an LLC That's and true. they started like buying full apartments and modifying them to have more smaller shitty rooms in them and charging the same amount. <laughs> oh no way. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah. Right. Find a housing group that's not not that. <laughs> Find yourself a housing group that doesn't include an insensitive word in their name. Yeah, I mean that should have been like a red flag right there. Yeah, it should have been. But yeah, find an apartment. I mean it is both difficult and easy, right? Because there's so many housing situations. And so it's it's just a matter of, like, finding the needle in the haystack. I ended up being really happy with my apartment. Oh, I, um, I, I really enjoyed. My apartment was surprisingly nice. I, it, was, it was in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. And I had one roommate, and we both had our own rooms. It was great. Um, and, yeah, yeah I, just, I just found her. I just found her through through Facebook they like you can you can find Facebook groups for this very easily and once you yeah. start looking Facebook will start recommending you more groups like that so it was it was very simple next topic do it oh um well I was going over them with my boyfriend who turns out he was submitting 
responses to us. Yes, he was. And it turns out like we had a lot. I don't know if, if you ever did this, actually. This is what I'm going to ask. Go for it. How, how do you buy a hot dog? Because I've never bought a hot dog at a hot dog cart. Did you do it when you lived there? Uh, Emily. Did you do it? I lived in New York. I did too, but I never bought a hot dog. I, w I, went, I went down to the, the cart at the end of did my street. Did you buy dirty water hot dogs? Every, pretty much every day for lunch because it's what you do when you live in New York. You are living off of dirty water hot dogs? It's a, it's a, Emily, New York is not a city. It's a way of life. That's true. That okay. is true. So tell me how to do it. I want to learn. You go, you, you can pretty much, well, first you have to locate the carts. Uh-huh. So, and there. Is there an there, app for that? There's not, which sucks because they have wheels. They uh, move, they move just, all they around. They're all the different roll. ways. Yeah. So you got to. You got to find the carts first and they, they all have little bells and some of them have upgraded to like alarms, which is much nicer and it's better for them because it's louder. So they have better, bigger radius. Is you know, this they real? Pull are you talking, are you talking real talk right now? So no, you go out of your, you go out of your apartment fun of me right now. <laughs> and you say, Hey, can I get a hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I, I, I need a, can I get a chopped cheese? Do you got, oh do you God, chopped that cheese? Joey? Is that Dr. Joey? Hey, it's me. Get back. Please do Dr. Joey ordering a hot dog. Hey, I know this Despite is bad for my sodium. This is bad for my cholesterol. I notice. I notice. But I need but I'm a New Yorker from at hot. So I I need it. It's it's part of my daily routine. Like like I always say, New York's not a city. It's a lifestyle. I always say that. Quote Dr. Joey, no last name. <laughs> I, I thought his first name was Doctor. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta have this hot dog. I gotta sneak it in in between services. I'm, I'm helping out at church. It's, it's Sunday. <laughs> I, I told myself I wouldn't do it today, but, but you know, it's New York. Only, it's what you gotta only do. not on. He only doesn't have a hot dog on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> the only time. I, I let go of my crutch. My my hot dog crutch is on is on Fridays. I can't eat meat on Fridays. I do a veggie dog on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dr. Joey, thank you so much. Hey, so long. Hey, hey, go with God. Jesus, sure. Jesus loves you, all right? Yeah. So long. Sure feels like it. Sure feels like it. <laughs> We're about to go into a little music segment with a track from the lovely Jillian Dawn. She just dropped her new album entitled 2020. Uh, it dropped on June 26th and it has eight original tracks. The little blurb she wrote about it for me was, uh, she says, The title is 2020 and it follows the last four years of my life and all of the things I've learned, whether it be within my songwriting style or within love and relationships. And it is on all streaming services now. You can find all of the streaming services that it's on on her website, as well as all of her social media handles, one of which uh, is Jillian Dawn Music on Instagram, if you want to go directly to that. But you can find it through the link in the description below, which is JillianDawnMusic.com. The song you're about to hear is called Vices. It's extremely good. And I, after listening to it again from editing this podcast i'm gonna just go and listen to the rest of her album and you should too find it through the link in the description and please enjoy vices by jillian dawn 
That's how, that's how you, was the Oh my question, god, John, when did you get here? I just, I, 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 me and Dr. Joey smacked, smacked butts on the way out. He's, he's out. You smacked, you touched butts? With yeah, like, you know, butt? like in football or baseball, you know, and oh, they do Oh, you tapped little, his ass and yeah, he yeah, tapped yeah, yours yeah. back. Yeah, It was yeah, like, yeah. The, like in Top Gun? Yeah. But with it's, the butt? You know what? A shockingly more hygienic way to, to greet someone. To tap them on the ass. Yeah, Doctor Joey taught me hand. that. 
Yeah. Oh, did it because of COVID? Yeah. Got it. Because your butt, like, honestly, think about it. How dirty are the places you're putting your butt? I mean, if it's an, if it's New York, it's so dirty. But here's the thing: if you're in New York, where are you putting your butt? There's no fucking place to sit down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they yes. all there's spikes everywhere to keep off both the pigeons and homeless people, which is a cool thing to do to your city. <laughs> uh, fuck hostile architecture! I hate it. I hate it so much. We have them here too, and it's like, dude. Why did you spend money on putting spikes out when you could have spent money giving to the homeless or, like, establishing homeless shelters? It makes no fucking sense. Like, oh, yeah, let's spend money on installing a bunch of spikes so that those dirty homeless people don't sleep here. It's like, you could just get them a place to live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, All of this money. Be there's commercials that are like, hey, for $5 a day or whatever, you can, like, have a house built for a homeless person. So maybe. <laughs> yeah. To like find out who's doing that, because that sounds and then, great. And then we have nice, comfortable places to sit. Like, all the bus stations in Richmond, the new ones, they put up, like, leaning stations instead of benches. Fuck that. They're just fucking <laughs> we want to. We want the guise of being a comfortable, fun place to live, but still while being very uncomfortable and horrible to be homeless at. Yeah. No. It's it's garbage. It's garbage. You know, most people There's when so they much garbage guys when they do their like little bits of media about a place, it's usually like their love letter. This is not my love letter to New York. Yeah, this is this not is, gonna be it. This is my like disdainful note to my representative. <laughs> I did get a response from one of my re representatives in Richmond today. It was like, yeah, we know things are bad. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even that. It was like, yeah, things are bad right now. Um, here's the things we've asked please to the mayor for. <laughs> like, can you please stop assaulting protesters? <laughs> like, pretty please. And it's like, oh, cool. Thanks for being the only councilman who responded to me. And even that was, like, super lame. But whatever, it's fine. We're having fun. What was um, your question? Was it how to order a hot dog? I just want to how to buy a hot dog. How to buy a cash. hot dog? I know you need cash. Cash? I, I mean, maybe. New York is a cash city. Yeah, you should have cash on you for sure. Yeah, that's like always. I remember being like, I need cash for for everyday situations, like for all things. Yep. I mean, you can get on the subway with with a card now. That's that's real. But yeah. Everything else. You're just going to need cash. All right, go, what's next? Uh, how do you find a bathroom in the city? Oh, my God. Impossible. You can't. You'll never <laughs> pee again. You'll never pee again. That's, like, that's the reality of it. Just, you need to go home. Just like, always you your stay a half mile to... away from your place. <laughs> well, and that's what people in New York do, man. Are you kidding me? Like. Yeah. That's what I did. I lived in Bushwick. I didn't leave Bushwick. Bushwick was great. Here's, what you, here's what you do. You make friends with somebody on every block. Like, good That's friends. True. Like, this is going to take up... You're going to have to start making money on the side somehow with any whatever amount of free time that you have. Because you're going to have to put in the footwork. Legwork yeah. is what people usually say, but I'm a, a, I'm a fucking maverick. You're going to yeah. have to put in the sure. footwork to keep these friendships going so they're cool with you being at their place all the time. But you need one for every block. That's the only way that you're going to be able to go 
wherever you want in the city, which is like the appeal of the city, I think. Yeah. Ease well, of ease of use subway system. You can get anywhere pretty easily and pretty quickly. Well, the good thing about New York is that you're either going to be at home or going to your job because that's the only way you're going to be able to afford to live there. So hopefully they let you piss at your job because I remember seeing this. Oh, what was it? I think it was a horror movie that I watched recently where she got murdered in a subway bathroom. And I <laughs> and you were like, not this real. Is so unrealistic. <laughs> there are bathrooms and there's like where one the hidden fuck is there a bathroom in, there's like one hidden bathroom in like union square but that's like <laughs> it <laughs> you're not gonna be able to find a public restroom like here's maybe somewhere in i think prospect park has one but you have to like go into the woods <laughs> <laughs> this is why you always need cash on you because you need like coffee money you need to be able to walk into a place order a coffee for a dollar and then throw it in the trash while you put in the code to get into the bathroom. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean for visitors to New York, you will not have a bathroom. If you live in New York, like you'll have your people and your places, you know? But if you're going to New York and you're just like hanging out in Times Square, you don't drink any liquids while you're there because you're not going to find a place to piss. And yep. honestly, you shouldn't be there anyways. Like fuck so, tourists in New York. Don't don't go in the summer is what I'm saying because it gets very hot. Oh, my God. And you have to dehydrate yourself to do this. But yeah. here's a real tip, a legit tip that has never failed for me. And again, I understand that I am a white man. So keep that in mind when I say this. This has never not worked for me. And it, in New York included, if you see a hotel and you have to pee, walk into that hotel with confidence and go straight to the bathroom. Mm. no one will give you trouble i used to go into uh medical clinics <laughs> like <the hospital. laughs> they try to give you a hard time you're like look you can either let me use this or i'm going or to need to be admitted a medical <laughs> <laughs> you can this is your time for preventative measures right now yeah. i did used to walk into doctor's offices to pee but. it's if you walk into a hotel with confidence people will not give you a hard time Mm. At least in my experience, that limited white male experience. <laughs> I feel like that is a very limited white male experience. Yeah, the bathroom thing, that I forgot about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because you, you block that shit out because it sucks. <laughs> I mean, like, I have pretty good control over my bowels. I feel like I can oh. hold it for the most part. At underscore are we friends also said, how did how does one get an apartment? Like, okay. period. And so cool. we, we covered that. Uh, let's see, uh, how do, this is also at underscore are we friends on Instagram, uh, which is the podcast, it's the are we friends podcast, which is, uh, under the, the outlaws network umbrella that we are also under. So you should go check them out. Uh, r dash we dash friends.com. You're welcome. Good for you, John. Thank you. Uh, they asked how to cool your apartment in the summer. Oh boy! There was a good segue in there because I was just talking about how hot it gets. I'm I'm the worst. Yeah, seg your seg your way into that one. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so tired. Um, yeah, keeping your apartment cool. So I just didn't. Like I was like I can live without it. Pretty sick. And then I was dying, and right. then like by the middle of the summer, and my. 
roommate was moving out like shortly <coughs> like he was like i cannot pay my half of the rent and i said well then you need to leave because i can't pay more than my half of the rent and i'm just gonna airbnb a room and in that time i lent him my car which i had in new york which should tell you that i was not i was not prepared to live in new york because i had still had a car I lent him my car, and he decided to park my car in front of a fire hydrant and accrue two hundred dollars uh. in parking tickets. And so he, you know, came up to me and was like, "I got a bunch of parking tickets on your car." And I said, "Well, I know you can't afford to pay the parking tickets because you can't afford anything because we live in New York." And so I said, "What we're gonna do is before you move out, I'm gonna purchase items of your of, in your possession." For this $200. And you're going right. to stop me when you think it's fair. And so I got like a shelving unit. I got a bed frame. Because I was going to do Airbnb. And I didn't want to have to buy a bed frame and a mattress. I got a bed frame. And I got a, an AC unit. <laughs> okay. So your So that's how I got mine. It was like a fucked up barter system. For cooling down your apartment in the summer. Was exploiting your friend's poverty. Okay. Well, he exploited mine first. That, that's fair. It was fair. It was, we were square. Everyone agreed that we were square. <laughs> like, I know you can't afford to pay my parking tickets, but you owe me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a few articles, like so some items of yours that I would like. Like that's that's the fair thing to do. He was moving anyways. He didn't want to carry all that stuff with him. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, he did not get. I got that AC unit. It was pretty nice. <sighs> Wasn't even a good one. It doesn't matter. Like any AC unit is gonna work just well, just fine because like. Your apartment is going to be so small anyway. <laughs> can you set up? Can you? Okay. <clears throat> go to the dollar store. Get twine and uh, clothes pins mm -hmm. and paper plates. And you're going to set up an elaborate system through your apartment. Like a big pulley system where you can, you can pull on this string that has plates connected to by clothespins to the string where it's just going to circulate throughout your apartment and you just kind of pull on it so it creates this this fan that so moves it's a all fan, throughout your apartment. It's you powered. It's a you powered fan. Yeah. And we're talking. Look, no one has money. I can't just buy an AC unit. A box unit. fan is $20. Yeah. And this probably costs like a buck 50 all in all. Okay. So what we did, because my AC doesn't work in my apartment originally, was we did like the really old fashioned thing where we put bowls of salted ice cubes in front of all the fans. Oh my God. <laughs> saddest thing I've ever, that's sadder than my fake thing I just came up with. <laughs> it's what we did though. You can also do something similar to that, but like more effective where you get a styrofoam cooler you fill that with ice and you get a fan and you get a bunch of like tubing and you get the tubing through the cooler and then blast the fan like through the one side of the cooler and out the tube. And that apparently is a very good cooling system. Oh, my God. Yeah. You just need a box fan, a styrofoam cooler, and I believe some ice <laughs> and like some uh, duct duct tubing. So I hope you have an ice maker or at least an ice tray with Just which to make ice. buy a bag of ice, you know? You should also buy a bag of ice. That's exactly so your right. So freezer isn't full of ice trays because we know it's full of bean burritos because you're so poor. <laughs> That's what you're eating. <laughs> how 
This is uh, at Kira Badira again from Instagram. How do you walk through Times Square to avoid tourists? Uh, I have a really good solution for that. You had to work Don't, in Times Square for a while. I did work in Times Square. That was the first job I got. I was working in Times Square at uh, the Glass House Tavern on 47th Street or 49th Street, something like that. Um, yeah. Don't go there. <laughs> That's the easiest. If you live in New York, you don't have to go there. Unless you're on Broadway, which good for you, in which case you you don't need this podcast because you've already figured it all out. Right. Or you work there like me. And the worst thing was not the tourists. It was fucking Elmo. Like, was the avoiding... Army, the army of Elmos. Yeah, avoiding Elmo and the, the other... They didn't see you in your, like, work uniform and just assumed that that was going to no. be a no? That was the thing is because I was a server and I got off late. And so I didn't go to work in my uniform because that was the other thing they told you. Like, we had lockers there and they told you not to leave looking like a server because... They know you're going to have cash. They know you're going to have cash and you're going to get robbed. And Great. so I didn't go to work, like, dress, like, specifically, like, a server. And so I just have to duck and run from the off-brand Sesame, uh, off Sesame Street characters. And Pretty also cool. Spider-Man. Spider-Man's always wearing the dirtiest shit, too. It looks, like a it always looks really ratty. That was like, re they're all very <clears throat> dirty. Yeah. And it's, I just don't understand. Like, don't, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I'd love to go to New York. It sounds like so much fun. I don't know why, where you get that impression from listening to us. Like, the times I've been going, like, gone to New York as a tourist, it's terrible because it's, it's probably summer and you're hot and sweaty. You have nowhere to be most of the time. Like, it's all about finding somewhere to be. Yep. And you don't have anywhere to be because you don't belong there. And I don't understand where these <laughs> tourists get the idea that they should take a picture with these off-brand characters. Like, I really don't understand. I don't get it. Don't go to you Times Square. It's a bad place. You could... I mean, not showering is an, an unfunny answer. I feel like I, I usually spent a good amount of time not showered just out of being a, a fresh out of college young man. Yeah, I was not very showered either. It didn't, and the tourists generally, like, I didn't get bothered by tourists. The only thing I found out about New York <laughs> is that it has gotten slightly friendlier to the point where people will ask you things. And I realized when I lived in New York that I have a friendly face. Like, mm -hmm. people come up to me frequently to ask me for pictures. Maybe I look too slow to take their phone away from them. <laughs> and they also ask me for directions quite frequently. So, yeah, that's something that happens. Uh, you could... <laughs> a good way to clear out a space is just by yelling, Showtime! Showtime! Who wants a brochure? To, uh, what was the one they were always doing? Uh, it was Priscilla. What? what? Priscilla. What is this? Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. They're like, who wants to see Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? And they're like in dirty old Broadway <laughs> oh, costumes God. for Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Horrible. Who wants to go to a comedy show tonight? Like, no one. Ugh. Absolutely not. I don't want to go to a comedy show. I fell for that when I was 17. And how, then my friend and I, my friend and I went. I guess we were 18. But like, we went 
instead of going to Beach Week, we went to New York and we fell for that comedy show thing. We went. It was fine. There were some okay. And then an old, old man went up to do his set and uh, hit on us horribly. Oh, no. And commented on how young we looked. Not good. And it was Historically bad move. We were like, we are literally teens, <laughs> sir. There's a two-drink minimum, and we had to order Coca-Colas. Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> we are literal children. Please stop commenting on the size of my friend's boobs. You she all, is a child. You all look very young. Yes. And you look yes, we very are. old. Walk Please away from me. speaking to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> New York is really a magical place. Just don't just don't go to those comedy clubs. <laughs> What's your next one? How to order water. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Yeah, this is not really a love letter so to NYC right now. So there's water carts on most corners and some no, of them I'm talking about have in a bells and some of them have like alarms, you know, and you just walk out of your apartment. You're like, hey, can I get a water? <laughs> So here's the thing in the Dr. restaurants. The water bad. is free, but they will not offer it to you. Wait, is that real? I didn't go to a lot of restaurants. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> I worked at I one, working, but that's pretty much the only one I went to. When I was working, it was like one of those things like, can I get some? Can I get you guys some water? You know, and they say yes. Otherwise, you're not going to waste a trip. Like, you're busy. But when I worked at a really fancy restaurant, my manager liked to say, even prisoners get bread and water. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, like, we had to get, before we asked them anything, we had to get, like, bread and water on the table. Yeah. Water first, preferably. That's and good. And then our scam in that restaurant was to ask what kind of water they wanted. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Would you like sparkling, mineral, or still? That's what it was, because we weren't allowed to call it tap water. Yeah. So it was like, would you like sparkling water, mineral water, or still water? Oh, Ooh, fancy! See, and then you I, do because that is a trap. You know what I it mean? It is a you trap. You gotta know. You gotta know. Because then you show up to a to you show up to the table with like a bottle of sparkly water that you have to crack open. Yeah, and they're like, no, 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 no. And they're like, wait, and shit, like, no. As a server, I loved that because I could just void it out and drink it myself, and then I've got fancy water. Side note: How to visit Italy? This is a little this is a little recess from New York land. This happened in Italy as well, but they literally have fountains in Italy that, like, free public fountains, like, same as we have in, like, parks and shit in America, where it's, like, a regular water fountain, but they have separate ones side by side, ones for sparkling and ones for still. They literally have sparkling water coming out of the ground, and some restaurants still do that scam. Oh my because God. some restaurants you'll go in and they'll ask you sparkling or still and you'll say which whatever and they'll bring you a carafe like just of of just a carafe of like a liter of water because you know that they get it for free and then other times you order it and they bring the bottle and you're like well fuck that's like three euro now that i have to pay for that i didn't realize i had to pay for anyway i mean we were oh, we also did it was an italian restaurant so like you know it's yeah back to the it's authentic <laughs> it's authentic well i think we did the uh uh what's it called saratoga sparkling mm -hmm. water is what we sold but anyways yeah that's that's water i mean some some places won't won't offer it you just gotta ask for it and it is free and it should be free you just gotta be like real up front like hey give me that free water i want that free water i remember yeah i remember having conversations with people about how in new york state i think it's not it's, I mean, I think it's a federal law that it's illegal to charge for water, 
But I think I there's think a discrepancy have to give water. I think there's a discrepancy as to the container and what the container can cost. Mm. I think if you have a container for water, they have to give it to you. But if you don't have one, you, they might be allowed to charge you for a container. Wow. Well, that's interesting because COVID times, like I was told I, I could not have a cup of water at a winery this weekend. What? You weren't they allowed to have a cup of water. I was not allowed to have a cup of water. I had to buy a bottle of water. And I'm pretty sure that was total bullshit. They can't be an establishment without access to tap water, I think. They have tap water. They're just not allowed to give it to us. But I don't understand because they, they had no problem pouring me a bottle of wine. Right. What? So, I, don't know. I think that was a scam. I just got scammed. You got scrumped. In the middle of nowhere, I got scrumped. All right. Uh, what what you got for us, John? What's another how-to? Probably our last one, depending on how many, how much legs this has. How the classic, Emily, how to hail a cab. Ooh. This is very important. Your phone's dead. Wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, you freaked your cat out. Yeah, he got real scared. He's... <laughs> He's from New York. He's used to it. He knows. He's hailed a cab like that before. Yeah. Put his little paws in his mouth. <laughs> I just put my paws in my mouth, and now I'm wondering when's the last time I washed my paws. <laughs> Remember, folks, in these COVID times, always be sure to wash your paws regularly. Wash your paws at least 20 seconds. Sing your Good as Hell by Lizzo. Your phone is dead. You can't call an Uber or whatever. There's several. I think Via is also a thing. Obviously, Lyft is there. But you don't have access to those. Do you know? And we're also not being sponsored by them, so fuck them. Honestly. Um, go to a hotel. Same thing you did. Go to a hotel. Yeah. And just have them call a cab for you? They can do that. Or, you know, wander around. The hard thing is, if you're in Brooklyn, you can only take the green cabs. And if you're in Manhattan, you can only take the yellow cabs. So a green cab in Manhattan is not going to pick you up. It will drop you off in Manhattan if you've got it in Brooklyn. But it is very difficult to find a cab in Brooklyn. you got to call them, typically. But in Manhattan, they're everywhere. And just, just hail a fucking cab. You're trying, yeah, but how do you hail it? You go taxi and you hold your hand out. Do people actually... I don't know that I've ever actually heard someone yell taxi. No. I mean, I've done it once, but only when they were, like, right there and I was the only person on the street. But, like, yeah, <laughs> you stand and hold your hand out, you know? Oh, we didn't even... I didn't even think about the competition aspect. How do you take out your competition for... If there's one cab coming down the street and there's three of you there trying to hail the same cab, how do you stand out, Emily? I would move. <laughs> I would move to a different block. <laughs> yeah. I would absolutely move. I or would I'd go upstream of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had, I used to call Ubers in New York and have cabs show up. And yeah. that was always really disconcerting. Yeah. I mean, most of them are in cars that can qualify for Ubers anyway. Most of them, I think, just diversified their apps on their phone. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So they're all doing the same thing now. No, I think you just, yeah, you hail it, and then you stick your hand out, and you make eye contact, and you try to look charming. That's what I always do. What, so that's what I'm about to get to. Is is there a tactic to looking richer than the people around you? I mean, you could look like a tourist, and that'll probably get you some 
You think that would get you? You think you'd get priority? I don't know. If you're a Taurus, it's hard to say. I mean, really, why are you catching cabs? But there are some places you can't get to real easy, I suppose. Or if you're in a super big hurry, but like honestly, your hurry cabs aren't gonna get there get you there faster. Like I remember going home to Brooklyn, like there was no way to get there faster than the subway. Like the subway was just the fastest. Yeah. Because you're not getting over a bridge faster. No. But sometimes you're 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 doing a Sex in the City thing, and you there's someone you're trying to follow, and you get you need to get into a cab and to say follow that car. I have never encountered that scenario. Emily. I mean, lived, I have encountered lived, that scenario. You lived in New York. I did live in New York. Yeah, and I worked at hotels where I could just That's go to the, the hotel city. people and be like, hey, I work here. Get me a cab. And they'd be like, cool. <laughs> well, just really outside. They don't even have to get it for you because they congregate outside of hotels. And so you can just snag one. That's true. Yeah. That's good. Cabs are easy. And then they have like the little TV in there and you just chill and they don't talk to you. That's a thing because Uber was still new-ish when I lived there and they felt the need to talk to you. Cabbies, not so much. They right. They know they don't. They've been don't at it for yeah, long yeah. enough. They know. They got their gold coin. That was back when there were a lot of Uber drivers who were starting out who were just like, "This is my second job, and I'm not actually going to do it that often." And they ended up petering out after a couple months. They were just they were lonely <laughs> and needed yeah. a few extra bucks on the side. <laughs> Oh, I got chatted up by so many. Not like no one was flirting with me, just so many conversations with Uber drivers. And I mean, that, that's everyone else's experience with Uber in general. But in New York, it's so off-putting when they're like, here's my life story. And you're like, wow, I live. I, no, I don't care. I don't, well, I don't care great. Yeah, all of our yeah. lives suck. <laughs> yeah, it's all bad. They didn't even live there. Anyways, I think we did it, John. I think we that's definitely a good did it. Pot, potpourri. Pot. I like, I, I really... I don't want to let people think that I did not enjoy my time there. I just feel like if you're there for a short period of time, you're not going to be able to uncover the, the many wonderful things about it. I, I will never sugarcoat my experience in New York because it was horrible. I do recognize that, specifically New York City, because I went to college in New York State as well, and that was great. I loved my college experience and the people that I met there. But my experience living in New York City was pretty uh, unequivocally bad. And you didn't do anything, though. That's the thing. It's like I wasn't I wasn't and it was largely because of my own poor decisions. I was working at a church in Connecticut. Yeah, that's really fucking. Stupid. It was really fucking stupid. And I don't know why I did it for so long. It was it was a waste of money on on train fare. And I spent so much time on trains. It was absolutely bonkers for like not that much money either like i there were many of my own faults went into my uh, my bad experience in new york also the fact that like all of the people i went to school with ended up moving to new york like a month and a half after i left <laughs> that's when everybody oh, started to flood into the city and i would have had people to hang out with uh but yeah i i would say for me personally i chalk it up to me not being a city person I don't think I was ever designed to be comfortable in a city in mm. general. I mean, I am. I've lived in a couple cities now, and I really I enjoy city life, and I enjoyed living in New York. It's just too expensive. Yeah. 
But yeah, no, I had a great time living there. And you can too if you follow our advice and listen to our how-tos. That's true. Everything we said was super helpful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we would like to thank uh, a couple people, including uh, Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com. We would also like to thank Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more for Nat- from Natalie Spitzel or, you know, send her some love or whatever, you can find her on Instagram at nms underscore creative or on her website, nataliespitzel.com. We have a our brand new show that we're doing on Twitch every Thursday. Emily is not involved, so get don't look at me when I'm talking Ooh, about this. A little involved there. <laughs> it is the third show under the Outlaws Network umbrella. Uh, it is called Outlaws and Old Ones. You can find it on twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network. Uh, and that's going to be airing every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So we have another episode coming out this week. Unfortunately, it will not be live, so to speak. I will be streaming it live, and I'll be watching the chat, and maybe a couple more of the cast members will be watching the chat as well and, like, responding to people. But this one is pre-recorded. Hopefully, we'll be getting to uh, a place where we can start going back to live streaming every week. Uh, but until then, uh, the we, we might just be pre-recording episodes and, and airing them on Twitch for a while. But hopefully next week that'll be different. But anyway, we have a new episode coming out this Thursday again, 7 o'clock. Uh, and there we do have, I think, a bar. We, we encountered a bar at the end of the uh, at the end of the episode that you you could name if you're there and want to put a good name for a bar in chat. Um, and we're going to try and have little more opportunities for you guys to be involved in the construction of the, of the town that we're in. Cause it's all, it's all improv. There's no planning ahead of time, which is, uh, a big burden on Jorge, who's our keeper. Uh, so it's, it's a lot of fun and you guys can be a part of the creative process there, but yeah, check it out. Twitch.tv slash the outlaws network. All right, and don't forget to stay involved in Black Lives Matter movement and keep your finger on the pulse of that. Keep up to date with the news and be active in your local communities. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Al Roker, I will fight you. Oh.